Hello, my dear friend. Today I bring you another installment of Humans in Space and Aliens Think We're Weird. Give aboard human a screwdriver and you'll find a pile of scrap where your ship used to be, with a proud-looking human sitting nearby. Boredom is a dangerous thing to a human. I don't understand. Jules' mandibles click nervously. Why not simply take the tool from the human? Minx's antenna stood straight up, a sign of shock, fear, or surprise. You don't simply take something from a human. If you do, they will either turn the ship upside down trying to find it again, or they will replace it with something else that will lead to more destruction. I speak quite literally, by the way. Human Mark used to have a tool he called a hex key. He used it to remove the doors to the clothing storage area in his quarters, because he was bored. Then, when he lost it, he literally turned the ship upside down by reversing the gravity. Tool's tentacles curled up defensively. Gravity controls are locked. How? No one knows. Minx shook her small wings as the memory of suddenly falling upwards returned to her. But his reason was that the tool would fall out of whatever hiding place it had come to rest within. He had not considered that all tables, chairs, equipment, and personnel would also fall. It took weeks to clean. To be fair to the human, Mark had only intended to reverse the gravity in his own quarters, but had, quote, pushed the wrong button. A sentence which would send fear through any intelligent creature in the known galaxy. To be completely unfair to the human, there were still stains on the ceiling in almost every room of the ship, from dropped food, chemicals, various other liquids, and even a couple of empty bowels. Some races just don't find the idea of resting comfortably in their sleeping quarters, only to be suddenly awakened as they fell ten feet towards the ceiling, which had now become the floor. Mark was no longer allowed near the environmental controls. Minx continued. He did not find his hex key. However, he did find the screwdriver, and it seemed to please him when an owner was not located. The captain let him keep it, since it seemed that it would keep him from doing anything. Any more strange things to locate his original lost tool. We did not consider... She trailed off as her wings quivered again. There was silence between them for a few moments. Minx was almost unwilling to continue as Chul was almost too afraid to press for more details. Slowly but surely, Minx calmed herself enough to speak again. We did not consider what he may be able to do when armed with a leverage optimizer. We were given shore leave while the ship was being fixed after the gravity incident. Thank goodness the captain took out acts of human insurance, or it would have cost the profits of our next five cargo hauls. The premiums were high, but it was worth it. After 14 rotations, Human Mark began to complain over a lack of stimulation. He called it bored. On the 15th rotation, he disappeared for some time, and he had hoped he had found some new activity to occupy his time. Chul did, but at the same time didn't want to know. Had he? Minx waved her antenna in confirmation. He had. He was located in one of the cargo holds using the screwdriver to dismantle one of the mining probes to, quote, see how it worked. It was almost 90% deconstructed. Mark had claimed it was almost 10% reconstructed as he was trying to put it back together again, but couldn't quite remember where all the parts went. In Mark's words, the captain was a glass half empty kind of guy, whatever that meant and wrote D-constructed on the claims form for a replacement probe.
Jules' natural camouflage kicked in, and they took on the color of the chair they were sitting on. Those probes have no screws for the leverage optimizer to use. How did... Wings' wings shivered again. No one knows. He just did. Jules was silent for a moment. He'd never served on a ship with a human before. He'd heard they made things... interesting. If you ever got into trouble, a human was the very best thing to ever have on your side. It was why there were so many job opportunities for humans in the Alliance. All the same, the thought of a human causing such damage and destruction just because of a lack of mental, mental or physical stimulation was more than a little frightening. What if the human wanted to see how the engines worked, or the weapons? Maybe I should transfer to another ship. Minx's antennae curled, a smile on her face. You are safe. The captain has found a way to occupy our humans' free time. During our last stopover, he commissioned a shiny orb to be constructed. Chul cocked his head. What is a shiny orb? Minx's curled antennae moved up and down. A sign of mild laughter. It is nothing. A sphere made of shiny metals. Humans do like shiny things. Roughly two feet in diameter made of a collection of gears, levers, screws, and switches which appear complex and should have a function but do entirely nothing. The captain handed it to human Mark and stated, See if you can fix this. Mark has been tinkering with it during his off-duty hours for almost 24 rotations now. He can take it apart and rebuild it as many times as he likes, but it will never perform any task. Chul was just thinking about how the captain must be a genius when the doors to the mess hall opened and human Mark entered. He was carrying the shiny orb under one arm and his screwdriver in the other hand. He looked around. Seemingly not noticing any of the crew members, he smiled when he spotted an empty liquid container and sat and sat down at the table with the cup. Chul and Minx watched curiously as Mark set the orb on the table in front of the cup. He used the screwdriver to tighten one small screw and flipped a switch. At once, there was a whirring and clicking of clockwork. A blinking of lights hidden in the depths of the machine, and even a ting from a small bell. Then a small, funnel-shaped piece of metal opened up on the side of the machine and poured a small amount of hot black liquid into the cup. Mark jumped to his feet, pumping the air and yelling loudly enough to send Chul's camouflage reflex off again. He grabbed the orb, abandoned the cup of steaming hot liquid, and moved to the door. Minx stared after him. Human Mark? Mark only paused for a second in the doorway. He was prominently displaying his predatory teeth. Jewel had read about these smiles, but it was still disturbing to see. Can't stop, Minxie. Gotta let the captain know I fixed his coffee maker. With that, he left, leaving Jewel and Minx frozen in place, dumbfounded. Wherever Jewel transferred to, Minx hoped she could get a posting on the same ship. And there's a continuation of this theme from another poster. The reverse also holds true. Give aboard human a pile of scrap and you will come back to find a fully functional ship or some such strange device. Humans quickly become the junkyard beings all across the galaxy. What did you do before this? I used to salvage scrap from old ships and meld it down for the metals. How did you get your tentacles on interstellar ships to sell from that? Simple. I hired a human. I originally thought she would simply help deconstruct junk ships for easier melting. I even gave her two screwdrivers. Two screwdrivers? Are you a mad beast? I've heard what a bored human can do with one leverage optimizer. 
Like I said, I wanted her to take things apart. Makes the scrap easier to melt in smaller pieces. Never thought the human would do things in reverse. I left for a cycle to go watch my siblings egg hatching and came back to find six fully functional ships in my scrapyard. Are they safe? Shouldn't they be? I've had a dozen inspectors look at every one. Other than the lack of production number stamps, they seem to be right off the factory line. So now you sell ships? What about the human? Oh, I let her keep tinkering in the scrapyard. She seems happy there, surrounded by things to play with, as she puts it. I give her a bonus for every ship she builds. What does she do with the bonuses? Oh, buys coffee and chocolate. I'm starting to think both are crucial to human brain functioning. I have heard humans go mad without them. Maybe I should buy her some extra, just in case. Hey, boss! I made one that goes twice as fast! Twice as fast as hyperspeed? How? Ah, oh, not sure, but it does. You gotta see it. Just took a trip to Earth and back for more coffee from my favorite coffee shop. Got there and back in 15 minutes. Ten of that was waiting in line. That's halfway across the galaxy. Great job, Gabriel. I'll triple your bonus for this one. Sweet! I'm going to grab a snack. Surely she realizes she could patent that and be unimaginably wealthy. Uh, she doesn't seem to care. I will patent it and give her half the profits. It's only fair. You are a braver beast than I, keeping a human around like that. I lose tufts of fur from stress just thinking about nesting near humans. Oh, once you get used to the strange noises late at night, you sleep quite well. Are you certain her experiments won't vaporize you in your sleep? Of course. Ever since I started sleeping in the coffee shop she built on the lot, I feel completely certain I am safe from any collateral damage from her experiments. This has been Humans with Screwdrivers and other Leverage Optimizers. Have a good day.